I'm Ryan, and welcome to the Hufflecast. This has been a movie that I'm super, super excited for. I know I seem to say that every week, but this movie I'm genuinely excited for. It is Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne is from the Bourne series, which starts with the Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy, Bourne Ultimatum, and Bourne Legacy. So this is the fifth movie in that series. Now, if you haven't seen the Bourne movies, seriously, as I say almost every week, stop what you're doing and go watch them you need to catch up and understand what's going on. The Bourne series revolves around one character, Jason Bourne, who's played by Matt Damon. He is a spy who, in the first few movies, loses his memory, and throughout the rest of the movies, figures out who he is. And then Bourne Legacy uses Jeremy Rainer, 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 the same guy who plays Hawkeye in the Avengers movies. He ends up being part of the same program that Bourne is. Well, now this newest movie, Jason Bourne, it seems to, by the trailers that we've seen, he regains his memory, which would be very, very interesting because for the first three movies that he's in, he has no idea who he is. So we'll see where this goes. I'm not really sure what the directors are going to do with this, but I'm excited because I really liked the other, well, the first three movies. The fourth one was eh, okay. I'm saying go watch it just so you understand what's going on. Jason Bourne is kind of like a spy. And so, what are some real-life spies? I mean, we always talk about, like, James Bond, Jason Bourne, and others, but I want to know some real-life spies that actually did something. Melta Norwood. She was from 1912 to 2005. That's when she lived. She was seemingly inconspicuous accountant to the director of one of Britain's atomic research centers. She coolly passed the secrets of the atomic bomb to Russia for 37 years before finally being identified in 1999. She was the daughter of a Latvian-born father and a communist-sympathetic mother. She became known as to the press as the spy who came in the form of the co-op. As a result of the shopping bags she was carrying with her when she was exposed at the age of 87. She was not exposed until she was almost 90 years old as being a spy. The next spy I want to talk about is Virginia Hall. She was born in 1906 and died in 1982. She was a U.S.-born volunteer with the Special Operations Executive during the Second World War. Hall operated in occupied France. She coordinated the activities of the resistance in Vinci, working as a correspondent for the New York Post. And she appeared on the Gestapo's most wanted list as the quote-unquote limping lady. This referred to the fact that she had shot herself in the foot in 1932, causing her lower leg to be amputated and replaced with a prosthetic that she named Cuthbert, in which she hid all the numerous documents. The next spy is Klaus Fausch. He was born in 1911 and died in 1988. He was a German nuclear physicist who came to England in 1933. Fausch worked on the top-secret British atomic bomb project codenamed Tube Alloy. 
Highways, and later on the Americans' Manhattan Project. He was arrested and imprisoned in 1950 after it became clear that he was passing on information to the Soviets. Motivated by anti-Nazi feelings and a complicated view of how best to achieve post-war equilibrium, that's why he did what he did. According to reports, he was an extremely academic and gentle man. He once drew a diagram of the workings of a spin washer on a prison laundry receipt to demonstrate its workings to his fellow prisoners. See, this guy wasn't exactly like the violent James Bond, Jason Bourne spy we see. He was more of a calm, even-mannered man, and that's actually what most of these are. They're not as dark and murderous as the spies that we know in pop culture. The next one is Francis Walshingham. He was born in 1532 and died in 1590. Francis Walshingham was also named known as Thomas Cromwell. He was the ultimate Tudor spymaster. He was principal secretary to Elizabeth I and had a and was a staunch Protestant. He made it his business to stamp out Catholicism by any means necessary. He intercepted letters, employed professional forgers of seals, and ordered the torture and execution of Mary, Queen of Scots, and many more poor Catholic priests, along with numerous other suspected conspirators. The last spy that I'm going to talk about is Olga Gorchevsky. He was born in 1938, and he's still alive today. Gorchevsky was the London resident of the KGB in the 1980s, during which time he was in contact with the British Secret Service. Disillusioned with the Soviet politics after the Prague Spring, he was one of the highest-ranking KGB officers ever to work for the Western intelligence. After coming under suspicion as a result of information given to the KGB by Aldrich Ames, he was recalled to Moscow and interrogated. He escaped with the help of the British, smuggled out during his morning jog. <laughs> he was sentenced to death by Russia, by the Russian authorities. But so far, he's still alive today. Alright guys, it's been fun talking to you about spies, but I think you guys should go out, watch all the Jason Bourne movies if you haven't, and go see the newest one, the movie aptly named Jason Bourne. I'm Ryan, signing off for the Hufflecast, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. I will look for you. I will find you. I will kill you. Say hello to my little